All right, guys, welcome to the first episode of the Main Stage Podcast, hosted by myself and Flix, my co-host for this episode. And this podcast will be available on Spotify, Apple Music, and if you're listening to this podcast on one of those two platforms, go ahead, check us out on YouTube. We would gladly appreciate that. And um, we highly encourage that you check out our first guest JHB team down in the description. His links will be down there if you are watching on the YouTube channel. That is part of the perks of watching it on YouTube. So like I said, today we have JHB team, former social media intern, former editor of The Mob, social media icon, and now full-time employee of one of the largest gaming organizations, along with entertainment and apparel companies in the world, 100 Thieves. JHB has accumulated 197,000 followers on Twitter, 92,000 subs on YouTube, 59,000 followers on TikTok, and 18,000 on Instagram, which I'm not sure if he uses that hardly ever, but I don't think he does. And uh, make sure to check all of his down below. They will all be linked in the description. So welcome to the podcast, JHB. How you doing? Thank you. You killed that intro, by the way. Good job. Thank you. I'm, I'm inspired by the young Nade shot because they do such good ad reads at the start of the podcast. So if anybody wants to sponsor and have me ad read for them, make sure to check us I out. Mean, there you go. That's, that's what you got to do, it, right? Line, man. Yeah. No, I don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah, they had you do that on the, the podcast to start out, and you're just like, you look down at it, and you're like, oh, I need yeah, the script. Yeah, they took the script away from me, and I didn't know what to say. <laughs> and then, yeah. That was so funny. We had to go in for, an, like, another day we had to go in and actually, like, do the real shoot. We can't, we couldn't have it there at the moment. Oh, really? Like, because I messed up the ad read. Oh, you guys had to shoot again? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's this so guy. funny. But, yeah. So we've we've known each other on Twitter for uh, a little bit now. It's been probably coming up on two years now that we've been kind of interacting. And uh, do you do you remember the first time that we met? I well uh, at TwitchCon. We didn't or actually like... meet at TwitchCon. We'll we'll talk later about that. And like okay. I was like I didn't know who you were at the time at TwitchCon, which was kind of mm -hmm. awkward at the time. But right. um, the way we actually met was when you were recording one of those YouTube videos for your uh, Omegle videos. And uh, you came across uh -huh. me at the time. And I think that was before Flix and I both were uh, in a Discord call and we were on Omegle at a separate time. But uh, yeah. I remember because that was like the second episode. I think it was recorded in like December or something. And then I come on the podcast or on the uh, on Omegle and I said like, hey, Fortnite focus fans. And then you're just like, oh Fortnite focus fans that's what it is yeah. yeah you remember that that's like a memory i forgot existed and it's like oh my god <laughs> right wow. yeah so um part of that hey Fortnite focus fans stuff i'll just explain it real quickly like somebody in a Fortnite lobby he told me that i like could do that intro pretty well because they thought i sounded like that and uh at the time i had a really shitty mic it was before i got my quadcast and uh right. then they uh they're like, oh my god, that's really good. I'm like, this guy's definitely BSing. Like, there's no way. So <laughs> then I tested it on Omegle and I started recording um, some Omegle stuff. And it turns out people loved it. So I just started doing a couple of it. So I thought you'd give a reaction, but you definitely, uh, you were doing no. your own thing there. You were just not saying anything to anybody. Yeah, that was your thing, bro. You just would just, you just, it was just staring. That was what everyone thought was funny. No, but to be honest, the whole Fortnite focus, like those types of channels, like Fortnite, funny, all that stuff, that was like an ongoing joke between me and all my friends. Of really? Just, like, it, it was just the word Fortnite and then a random word after it. We just thought it was hilarious because I, I, I think I remember you talking about that at some point in time or on Twitter or yeah. something. I really do remember that. Yeah, me and Chase Lyons would just like send each other Fortnite YouTube channel profile photos. <laughs> oh yeah, that I did. That was how we would talk to each other. I definitely great. remember that now. The, the amount of people this kid is convinced that he's the real Fortnite focus <laughs> is crazy. Like, I could only imagine. Like that voice is spot on. It is, yeah. It's crazy. That's awesome. So um, yeah. So we talked about that, and so let's go back on the topic of the TwitchCon thing. So going to TwitchCon. I was with one of my friends uh, named Chris, and I, I randomly, like, I booked an Airbnb with people I I had no idea, like, who they were prior to that. Like, I barely engaged with them on social media, and, like, I just needed a house to stay at. Like, I was there. Yeah. I was there to network. I was there to have fun, meet my favorite creators, you know, whatever. And I didn't really care who I stayed with. So, um, he, he was a big fan of the mob at the time, and so I was like, okay, we got to make it, like, a priority to, like, 
you know, get a picture with some of them, right? Yeah. So, um, so I, I didn't know who the editor of the mob was, and I didn't even know, like, at all. So, I gotten the if you guys have seen me and JHB interact on Twitter, you know, like nine times out of the ten, it's been because of my picture with Karinikov and him photobombing mm -hmm. it in the background. And that right. is like one of the most funny pictures that I've ever seen, right? So I got like we were what we were like debating on whether or not we were gonna try and get a pick with uh Mia Malkova because she was mm -hmm. at the Rosh Patel, um, which is now the Austin show. We was at the uh in a booth with her and yeah. I think that was just one of the panels or whatever. And then I saw Corinna come walking by. And then my friend Chris goes, oh, shit, that's Corinna. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, let's go get a picture with her. So he didn't end up getting a picture with her. But I was like, yo, Corinna, can I grab a quick picture real quick? And I don't know the timing of this. Or did you see Corinna or no? No, I didn't even know Corinna was there until <laughs> a year later when you posted that photo. That's crazy. Cause like, it's literally like you were looking at the camera. Bro. I know. <laughs> that's why it's the most perfect photo like it looks like i'm genuinely mad at you that you took my place for right the photo and then i saw the tweet it was like it should have been me not you <laughs> it was so funny every time i posted that tweet it's done so well i know like, and i'm like awesome. surprised because i'm like that's literally me and i'm like and people have like photoshopped their face like in that photo yeah. and i was like to one of my friends he uh he photoshopped like a bunch of xboxes and had them like around his like arm and he had like yeah. six xboxes and it's like a meme in the call of duty community if you have more than one xbox like it's called like two boxing like, i don't know you've been okay. in the cod community I've, for a I've while heard right two boxing yeah yeah so like whatever they have people set up on the other team when they're trick shotting or whatever but God, anyways yeah. so he had that photo and he actually had t-shirts made or he like had designs made of t-shirts and he's like should i sell these and i'm like you better give me a cut of that. Like, that's literally me. But, uh. Wait, I have the picture with Corinna? Yeah. Are you selling them? Yeah, he was. Yeah, I think I have it. Uh oh. My camera's unplugged. Oh, we gotta plug that back in. But, uh, yeah, I, I'll, I'll have yeah. to, uh, see if I can get it for you. I'll send it for you. It's so funny. Yeah, um, I remember I met Mia Malkova. Did you? She was a lot of fun. She was actually really cool. I hover handed her. Oh, yeah? The person taking the photo of the of me hover handing started laughing and uh mia started panicking like i was doing something oh my god like, really like the like like the two the two fingers no, like, like the well, bunny ears yeah, kind of thing hover, i was doing the hover hand mia saw that the camera guy was laughing it was like wait what did you do what did you do and i'm like i hover handed you and she <laughs> had no idea what that even meant oh so. my god i feel like you kind of invented that a little bit in the twitter meme space I feel like I did, but at the same time, no. Only like I've seen someone do it with Pokey before I ever did it, like a really? TwitchCon with anyone. So, but I like to think that in the gaming community, kinda like I'm happy that my personality is being that one person who could get away with doing something like this. A hundred percent. Like there's so many like awkward moments that like people would get roasted so hard for, but because it's you, like they just feel like <laughs> whatever. We'll let it slide this time. Yeah, that's why I want to. Yeah, like when I'm talking or on camera and I'm stuttering stuff like that, it doesn't bother me anymore because like I know people's people are gonna be used to that, which yeah, is why it's awesome. For sure, I'm sure you've definitely uh, gotten way better on camera. I know you spoke about that on the Courage and Age Shot Show podcast, but um, yeah. like with your your personal uh, show on like the TBH with JHB, that that show's been doing really well, and I think it'd be really cool to get Ariana Grande on the podcast or on it on your show. Cool. It would be cool, but yeah. I, oh god, it's so tough. Like when you think about future guests, it's just like I want this person, but then like, what are the chances? And it's then, like, what do you got to do to make it happen? Yeah, I mean, and that's how I felt with like Valkyrie, and I got her on the show. Yeah. So I don't know. Like at this point, it's just like I don't know if it could happen, but there's a good chance it could happen. At least that's how I feel. Hundred percent. And since courage, like, I mean, I think it's kind of crazy that like courage and her like met up and like. I, he didn't end up getting a date with her though, right? No, I don't, no, not that I know of. <laughs> it's probably about like the same amount of chance of her coming on your show as him getting a date with her, probably, right? Totally, yeah. As sadly as it is, <laughs> yeah. It's all right. You have plenty of time for that one. So I hope. Recently, you had a uh, little mishap or a planned mishap with the Hundred Thieves Twitter, and yes. so explain like. What, what your plan behind that was, or was it planned? Let's start off with that. I mean, I've been wanting to take over the Twitter account for 100 Thieves for about 
ever since I started, I'd say like one to two, one and a half years. Uh, like you know that so you're telling me a cash that made this compound tweet. I've been wanting to tweet that since the day I got like employed, but I was I was always told no, you can't tweet that, and then I don't know, I got away with it. Um, by the way, fun fact: Jack Dorsey, the guy who made Twitter, liked that tweet. No way, that's <laughs> so a that W. Actually, that boosted my ego a bit. Oh that's my lord, because you were going off on that Twitter for a while. Like, yeah. that was one of the first tweets you made, right? Yeah, I tweeted hi at Nadeshot and then like a bunch of meme jokes about like I tweeted the word Valkyrie and it yep. got 45,000 likes. It was just a blast of just like taking over the account doing whatever I want, like especially since 900,000 plus people were following it. It's great. Dude, it's awesome. Like that's crazy. What about like the verification part. Yeah. Uh um unfortunately, <laughs> changing the at on the Twitter account uh takes away the verification badge. Did you not know that? I am not obligated to say. Mm. <laughs> okay. 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 But uh, I think you know what that means. <laughs> so, so you um, you definitely did. You definitely planned to uh, to grow. I planned, on, I planned on us hitting one million, and I knew like, I knew losing the verification thing was gonna be a big thing. Right. And I mean, but you didn't. You didn't think it would cause you to lose your job or anything, right? Obviously not. No. <laughs> I mean, but like, you didn't even have a job at that point. You were still an intern. You you weren't a full time employee at that time, right? I mean, it was in the talks. I mean, it just wasn't announced. It right. wasn't announced, right? Because we all know, know that it takes time for social media to you know to develop, like especially with yeah, especially with the growth of TBH and all that stuff. I don't think I would have still been an intern after like almost a season. Oh yeah, for sure. Um. No, I don't know. Like that entire th thing that we did, it was while I was in Texas with a bunch of friends. So, I mean, a big thing for all, like, you know, on the fly guys, right? Yeah. Yeah. We all just sat around just trying to think what would be some funny tweets that we could send. And I mean, it worked out because the mob community making dumb tweets and that's how we like grow and yeah. network ourselves. It was great. Um, so, so classy, classy was in the, he was in the, community for a long time i remember back it was way back when rice gum was streaming on mlg this is way back mm. when like during wow. advanced warfare times like that that was a long time ago but i i always remember um when he was younger he he looked like phase rug i mean to be fair he still does he still does a little I bit less with the it. with the with the mustache or goatee what he's what he's got now but yeah like way back when like i remember seeing tweets of phase or like him with pictures of phase like um and i i remember he still had a decent following on twitter compared to like most of the yeah. people in the cod community and so he he was he one of the first ones to kind of blow up out of the four of them i mean to be fair uh so the group the mob was originally a twitch mob full of people that were like a, like a smaller community that were fans of bigger streamers like tim the tap man and nade shot oh yeah yep so like if you are you familiar with a slug a slug no a slug oh no i'm not uh he was in that community he was kind of like one of the main I guess you could say leaders of it, but like him, Frosty, a few others, like just a bunch of people with like a 2000 follower Twitter account called Twitch mob. That w was just a community of people that love these streamers. Um, and then Frosty started a stream and kind of gained his following along with Avalanche who did the same thing in that community. And the two of them, Avalanche and Mako knew each other f for like a few years before that. So Mako kind of joined that community because of them. And then I think it was Classy that then joined in to later form the group The Mob. I'd say, like, the three of them kind of came up, and then Classy also, like, found them and then started joined in that group also. So he, so he, like, maybe I just didn't hear of the rest of them, but I could have sworn he always had, like, a decent Twitter following compared to all of them. Yeah, he, he had a decent Twitter following, bef like, I don't know how many followers he had, but he had his own community and then oh, also, yeah. also like merged into uh, the mob community. And that's when they all started to grow right after that. Like, that makes even sense. though he was already kind of grown, he uh, managed to merge that community into the mob community and 
also go up there. Yeah, I think I think uh, I remember watching. You know, I was on my way home from Pennsylvania visiting my girlfriend, who says hi by the way. Um, hi, girlfriend. So she uh, she ended up going, or I and she she went to a school in Pennsylvania. So it was like a six and a half hour drive from Michigan, and okay. um, we're doing long distance still. And I was on my way, and I always listen to like Kurt Janae Chat Show podcasts and Mom's mm-hmm. Basement podcasts on the way because they're yeah. such a good way to pass time. And yeah, I was, totally. I listened to the mob episode because for some reason I like never got around to listening to it since it was so early on the Courage and Nature show podcast. And I yeah. remember they explained how they, uh, how they were like harassing Courage when he was a caster into playing a song. And then they ended up playing a song or whatever. And that's like when Courage kind of had his blow up on Twitter because they kind of yeah. helped him grow on Twitter. It's kind of crazy to think about. It's great. No, like the thing about them is it's so cool how even though they didn't start off as creators, they grew into it not knowing that they could. Like it's just like people on Twitter trying to be like meme account funny basically. Right. And I mean, the fact that it helped them get into one of the biggest gaming organizations is like one of the craziest things like I could even imagine. I know, it's insane. And now like you coming from being their editor and you joining and making your way through the scene with your connections and being the, the funny individual that you are is just crazy to think about too thank you yeah it's something i would have never even imagined even happening like i like i remember meeting them for the first time the mob guys it was like one of the most nerve-wracking things like because i mean i looked up to them i still do but like i don't know like meeting them was such a crazy thing especially like meeting people online from twitter that like I use every day. It's a great feeling. So yeah. I don't know, it's just awesome. Same with meeting like all the on the fly guys and like mm-hmm. and uh and like Graham and all of them. That's yeah. That, that was so cool. I was watching one of those streams and I was in there and like you guys were like all chilling on the couch. It was like nine of you and you guys were just Yeah, we uh we did a you laugh you lose and I lost Oh, that's what time. it was? <laughs> yeah. Maybe I joined after when you guys were just lounging and chilling and just laughing oh. or whatever. Actually, there were two separate streams, but I get what you mean. I think it was the late you night lost. stream. I lost like the la- you laugh, you lose. Yes. How? You were like, yeah, what? Like you're you the most straight faced person. Like after seeing That's those Omigo videos. No, it, it depends because like if it's people trying to be stupid, then I won't laugh. But if it's like some meme that will just like I didn't I don't expect, I'll laugh. Like I don't know. That makes sense. Trust me, I was surprised I would even get out, but <laughs> I, I did. Yeah, I don't think I don't think I. I think I would be one of the last ones surviving because, like, I don't know. I've I've always been, like, that person in school that people are, like, yo, like, I bet 100% you laugh at this. And I'm just, like, I'm not going to laugh. I'm going to try not to laugh for this. And, like, yeah. I'm, I'm, like, that wasn't even funny, remotely funny. Try another video. The thing about it, the thing about that was it was all of us just trying to make each other laugh to get out. Oh, oh okay. Another thing. Like, yeah, Grandma they were competing. Has the worst to laugh because it sounds like a goat <laughs> and a seagull mixed together. So, like, I, that's how I got out, also. So, oh my yeah, you Lord. see that you see that TikTok videos of people like you just make random noises with your mm-hmm. like mouth. Yeah, those are fun. Like the pool filter, and then people make pool filter noises. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's our good time. It, it's hilarious. So, um, so now that you're a uh, full-time employee at 100 Thieves, are you working at the compound? We uh, all work from home, but we're hoping eventually in the future when COVID starts to line up again that we can go back to the compound, all that stuff. Gotcha. So, I mean, Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say, we're still wearing masks, all that stuff, but yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm sure. I think, yeah, because California released their uh, mandate again, right? Yeah, we were good for like a few weeks, I think, and then they were like, "Nah, you got you got to put them back on." And we're like, "Okay, gotcha." So what what's it like? What what are your day to day tasks as an employee? I mean, what, what what I've been doing lately is the intern applications. So just been going over that with uh, a few of the other social media people at 100T, um, as well as I'm also editing Austin's TikToks. Uh, uh, yeah. Austin shows I'm doing that along with like um, we're hoping to get more TikTok people to work along the side with us and kind of curate what goes out what doesn't go out stuff like that that's cool I don't know we're just doing the social stuff mainly at least that's what I'm doing and then I'm also doing like TBH filming content all that stuff so it's a mix of just everything kind of 
That's awesome. So like, do you, so like, what are your hours? I, I always wondered, like for somebody that works in like this space of the gaming realm, like what are your hours? I mean, my hours are, it could, it can be anything. Like as long as I'm working four to eight hours a day, that's completely fine. It doesn't matter when, um, but we always have like meetings in the morning or throughout the day. So you never know when it happens. So you just got to be ready. It's kind of cool. So there are, so, uh, are they, I wouldn't imagine that even though you're in a gaming organization, I couldn't see a meeting going on in discord. Does it? No, it, it happens in Google meetings. Oh, okay, cool. That that's yeah. like, cause you guys are a legitimate company. So like for you guys to use those apps that have business features, it makes it a lot more sense, you know? So, yeah. I mean, we use like Slack if you know what that is. Yeah. For our yeah, yeah. Stuff. yeah. It's like discord, but for business, that's what I use then, for, uh, like my college stuff that I used, to, like when I was in college, we used, since I'm in the cybersecurity business, um, okay. that is like the first thing that I got introduced to. So yeah, we do that. And then, I don't know, we use Discord if we're just playing games together. Like that's our excuse. That's cool. But yeah, it's great. Like all the people that work there are awesome and super cool. So it's a great experience. So you've also been to a, uh, a, f a couple of uh, parties while being in 100 Thieves so yeah and those are mostly in la so um this is kind of a two-part question but like um who is the person that you uh that you were most excited to meet out of any of these parties that you've been to um i'm trying to think the first ever party i went to um i mean it was back in twitchcom but like I was 17 years old and didn't really know a lot of people besides the mob mm -hmm. so i'll just cut to 19 or 18 when uh the hundred thieves compound was created that's when they had their first party and i got to go there um i don't know i'm trying to remember i may have yeah I, I know i met a lot of people there for the first time i met john robinson for the first time there i met a lot of the employees there that's dope oh, you're only you're only 19 right yeah okay and then i got hired when i was 17 i think that's awesome. Which is weird to think about now that I think about it, but yeah. <laughs> it, it's kind of crazy how long it's been because it really doesn't seem that long, but when you put it into perspective, this pandemic made this year literally fly by. 2020 right. like, didn't even exist on the on like anything in my book. I remember, yeah, because we had to close the compound in the middle of March. So I remember finding out that we couldn't go there anymore. I Since I was still in high school, I would only have to go to the compound every Friday. Oh, okay. But... Um, yeah, I remember finding out when the compound was closed that like bummed me out a lot because I couldn't see like the people that I worked with and we started doing more like filming of the staff like we started making more like at like the office type content mm -hmm. like including our employees all that stuff but then the compound got closed all that stuff it sucks but I don't know it's definitely weird how it's been like a year and a half already yeah and I feel like um I feel like you could have experienced a lot more had this pandemic not happened. And I feel like, I don't know, I feel like your connections maybe could have been even larger by now. Like some of the creators you could have met up with it, like some of these events in the, that not in the, well, yeah, in the events since Twitch Hunt didn't happen last year. Um, I feel like, I feel like instead of meeting Pokimane this year, I felt like you could have even met her last year kind of thing. Have you, you haven't yeah. met her prior to the, that party, I've right? I've never, I've never met her. I've never met her at all. Wait, she, she did not go to any uh, hundred tea party that I know of, at least. Well, maybe, no ones that like I wasn't at. Oh yeah, you told me that. Uh, I remember you sent me a picture of you and your tie, and you were like crossed in your chair or whatever before you uh, posted it to your your main, and you said that uh, Pokey might come, and then she never showed up, right? Yeah, I was hoping she would be there, and I can get my like Twitter photo with her, and then she never showed up. Yeah, I feel I like know. when you go to uh, meet some of these people, you're like, oh, this is going to do, this is literally going to do numbers yeah. on Twitter. That's how I felt at TwitchCon when I was going to like, when I was taking pictures with clicks and like all these mm. other people, like they're huge in the Fortnite space and like that gets like a ton of impressions, but like it's hard to find the right time to post them because you don't want to post it like two months later after going to TwitchCon, but at the same time, kind of got to weigh out your options. Like, you you meet yeah. all these like clouded people and you you got to figure out when you should post it like yeah and that's that's the thing i started planning out like all of my posts on my timeline now so i don't want to tweet out like uh, like six different photos of every person i met so i'll just like pick out like 
Okay. Yeah, I want to choose these four people. And, and I sadly have to not include these two. But I'll post them on Instagram. But, like, Twitter's still cool to have them on. Yeah, for sure. But, like, that's your main, like, source of, like... I mean, honestly, I think Twitter is, like, the most influential uh, media platform out of all of them for, like, the gaming yeah. community, I would say. Or the entertainment I, I scene. Yeah, like, as much as it's, like, toxic and all that stuff, it's definitely good for networking and all that stuff and meeting a lot of people. At least that's how I met. I, like, I met all the 100T employees, like, before I got hired, before I even went to the compound because of Twitter and, like, the mob tweeting at them, talking with them. Mm -hmm. I don't know. And then getting to meet them was just a great experience. Yeah, 100%. It's, like, I thought that meeting people in, from the gaming community or, like, in your case, your employees, your future employees... It's, it seems like uh, it would be, like, this awkward, like, this big deal. And, like, yeah, you could think that. But when you go to TwitchCon, like, all these people are, like, the same people. And it's crazy. Mm -hmm. So when you first met, uh, this is something that, like, I've been thinking for a while. Like, when you met yeah. Classy and, and them in person, did you call them Classy, Mako, Avalanche, and Frosty? Or did you call them by their real names? I, uh, I actually still call them by their Twitter names. Except, uh avalanche i've started calling like uh brandon now right since since he's kind of like not much on twitter anymore right and mako's yeah. name is like joseph right yeah it's joseph but um i don't know mako's cooler so yeah mako's so much cooler yeah i'll still call him Mako. yeah like i uh i think frosty just prefers to be called frosty classy doesn't really matter you can call him classy yawn whatever i call him classy just because that's how i've known him but, yeah yeah avalanche i just refer to as like brandon now what about when you uh, when you talk to Nadeshot? Do you call him Matt or do you call him Nadeshot? I actually have gone to the point where I can call him Matt now, and like without even realizing that I say Matt, I've yeah. Like I'm I've trying changed. to think of how. Oh, actually, I probably shouldn't speak on that. Um, but uh, anyways, so uh, what? So you don't live in LA, right? Or you do? I do, but like I'm still living at home. Okay, so. So you live at home, but you you also have a spot where you live in L.A. as well. No, I my, oh well, I live in L.A., but like forty minutes away from the compound. Oh, okay. Oh, so you live in oh, I didn't even know you lived on the West Coast yeah. like your whole life. I thought yeah, I, yeah, I live in South L.A. And okay. Yeah, the compound is like kind of West L.A. area, so it's like a forty-minute drive to get up there. But yeah. Okay, that's cool. So how far is San Diego from there? Like an hour, hour and a half. It's uh like two hours. Two hours. Gotcha. Yeah. So you so when you went to TwitchCon, did you still take a plane? Uh no, my dad drove me uh, all the way down. Oh, gotcha. That's yeah. fine. Do you have your license? Nope, I'm 19 and don't have a license. What? Oh my god. I don't know. It's because like I want to have a license, <laughs> but like driving in LA, just oh, I hate it. Traffic so probably I, sucks, I, huh? Yeah, and like. It's just too much happening at once where, like, I don't want to get my license, but at the same time, I know I need to get it, so I will one of these times, and I just don't have it. Yeah, I'm from Chicago. It's it's bad here, too. Yeah. Oh, hassle. I'll get it one day, but, like, I don't know when. Like, it, I just feel like that's, like, such a West Coast thing to not get your license at a young age. Like, right when yeah. I got my license, or right when, right when I passed my driver's test, you, you're allowed to start driver's training at 14 in nine months and yeah. then you have to take segment two after you or after you accumulate like a number of hours from segment one or whatever with driving with a parent and then after that like literally right after i passed segment two i like i got my road test and on my 16th birthday i had my license and like i just feel like wow. everybody in my area like had their license at 16 like in my grade at junior year of high school we had two lots we had a far lot by our football field and then we had our uh, a lot by the softball field right and then senior year of high school there was one senior lot for like all the students that drove yeah i know schools that have like senior lots and junior lots i don't know like most of my friends at my school like some don't even have a license still really like me uh some have just gotten it yeah it's crazy like, it's just so weird to think about because, but I guess since you guys, like, you guys have more developed cities in your area and, like, uh, definitely the traffic is part of it, like you said. And then on top of that, like, it's probably just, um, I don't know, it's probably more efficient to either bike or 
take an Uber somewhere. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I Uber everywhere because uh, I'm, I'm on the 100T card, so I can get away with it. Oh, shit. Okay. But that's kind of like my other excuse why I don't have a license. Yeah, because <laughs> like, my friend yeah. used to, like, my friend lives in, uh, he lives in Santa Maria in Cali. And, okay. um, uh, which, by the way, I'm going to Rolling Loud LA, so I'll be in LA. Oh. Maybe when we can. Uh, out LA? Uh, it is, I think it's like the second week in December. I think it's, uh, okay. This is, I'm so sorry. I got excited. I'm, I was, have you ever heard of the show Entourage? Mm -mm, I, I haven't. Know. Have you, Flex? It, 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 it's a show on HBO, but I tweeted at one of the actors before this just saying, Hey, you're my favorite character. And then they, they literally just replied back and followed me. That's awesome. I swear. <laughs> so, I just, I so, got so why aren't you verified yet? Cause, um, I, 100T likes to clown me for not getting verified, so I'm not verified yet. Really? That's that's all it is? Twitter game, like, tw Twitter gaming no. literally memes it, too. Like, that's, like, I feel like that's hindering you from, like, getting a lot of these, like, big-time followers. Like, I'm sure, like, yeah. if you're not already followed by Gary Vee, I'm sure, like, once, like, you tweet at Gary Vee or something like that. Um, I think I am followed by Gary Vee. Are you? <laughs> I, I don't know, but it sounds really familiar where I think I am. Yeah, so, like, like, I, like... One of my friends, uh, he's in Luminosity. He he got like verified like in the mm -hmm. last year or so before all the uh, like Formula Nicks, all of them got verified, and it right. was crazy. I I don't even understand how he got verified that fast because he, I don't know, maybe he just got his form submitted earlier. But he um like instantly like when he got followed, he got followed by Face Rug and like a couple other people, and I'm like, that's massive, like that's huge. And it's literally just from being verified. Like, I swear. Man, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Like, I'm, the thing about me is I'm cool. Well, I'm not cool, but, like, <laughs> without the verification thing, I don't know, it feels, it feels kind of cool. Because what I like to, like, have my personality about online is I like to, I guess you could say, like, what is the word I'm trying to think of? I like to be like I'm a viewer. Like, I look up to these creators and I still feel that way. Like when I do TBH, I still look up to that creator that I'm like having on the show. So I don't know. Like having the check mark kind of feels different because it feels like you're there with them. But like right. without the check mark, it it still feels like you're one of the viewers also, which is why it, I like being relatable with the viewer also. So it keeps like, staying. It keeps you grounded a little bit. Yeah. Um. Maybe maybe that's what Hundred T like wants to keep it as for my sake. As much as I am like half and half about it, I totally get it. Cause yeah, like that's kind of like the personality that I'm going with, and I'm completely fine with it. For sure. But yeah. But like, hey, correct me if I'm go ahead. if I'm wrong. Like, you need like the articles, right? Is that yeah? That's that's what it is. Okay. I think I have some articles, like not anything crazy, but like I have Dexterdo, uh, all all these random ones. But, yeah, like, Dexterdo is is a fairly big article, and I'm sure you like. Are you on the Hundred Thieves website? Like as a no, employee? <laughs> no, I don't think I didn't know they had their employees and creators listed. To Are, be honest. Well, if if they did, then um, I'm sure a lot is everybody in Hundred Thieves besides you verified, or is there still some? Well, I mean, not the employees, but like the the big creators are and everything. <laughs> Maybe I don't. I actually don't know. Hmm. It's something to think know. about, though, because, like, if they had all their creators listed on that website and being, like, the connections that Nadeshot probably has, like, I'm sure he definitely has the connections. No, like, like, that's I how he got people... the mob verified, right? Yeah. No, like, I'm friends with the people at Twitter. Right. So, I don't know. It's mainly, like, a joke between us of just, like, ah, it's funny that he's not verified. Like, that's what twitter would tell me and i'm like yeah that's a good one man uh, yeah <laughs> please <laughs> yeah that's exactly what i am i don't know like it could either happen one day or probably won't who knows but i don't know as long as i have the connections all that stuff i'm com i'm completely fine to be honest i'm just gonna attempt to keep growing and growing all that stuff and who knows what that's will all happen. you can do honestly exactly and honestly and i know it's like I don't know. It's kind of uh, like way too in the future to think. Like, hopefully, you'd have verification before your twenty-first birthday. But like, that'd be such a surreal like twenty-first birthday because like, oh my god, yeah. Now you're like officially like able to drink. Now you're like a grown-up. You know, like you can like release that grounding a little bit that you're like holding yourself to right now. And Twitter's 
apparently holding yourself to. But, that would, what a gift. Yeah, if that right? would happen, that would be awesome. That'd be crazy. So, uh, speaking of being, like, officially legal and whatnot, so do you think that you'd be able to win Nicolo over? That's a tough one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'd have to think about it, but uh, for the meantime, I do not have an answer. No. I don't know. Because, uh, you know, she's like my sister. Right, yes. And, and you're I'm like her brother. Right? So. And, yeah. And same with Jake Lucky, right? You're, you're, you guys, or he's like your dad, right? Uh, yeah, he's a father figure. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So, I, you know, I've, I've been a fan of Jake for a long time. He's mm -hmm. like, even before, like, honestly, I think I've been, I think Flix has been following him for a long time because of his old CSGO news videos, right? Yeah, he used to run the CS channel. I remember that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow. Because I, I didn't like, before before he started esports talk, I was like watching a video of his. I was like, why does this guy like sound and look so familiar? And then I was like, oh, he ran the. I don't remember what the channel was called, but mm -hmm. he did something with the CS like drama and all that. Right. But yeah, no, that that's awesome. crazy. It's super awesome how much like esports talk has taken off for him, especially with like the amount of followers he's gained on Twitter doing like the new stuff he does. That's awesome. I'm so happy for him because like at the beginning, like he was maybe pulling like like eight, nine, ten thousand views on like a normal video. And like I think like at the time of recording this, I think he's averaging like thirty thousand a video now, which is insane to think about. Like he's almost like tripled his uh his overall subs too on top of that. Because I remember it was like only a year ago that I think he hit two hundred thousand on YouTube. I remember he like he made a video on it. And mm -hmm. I forgot what what type of video he made, but he definitely he didn't have the uh, the esports rewind yet on his videos. And I'm like an avid watcher. I don't know how much you watch his videos, but I watch a lot right. of his videos relating to like I'd say drama in the community more. Like the main YouTubers yeah. I watch are Keemstar, Coffeezilla, uh, Esports Talk, and I mean a little oh. bit of David Dobrik, but that's about it. Yeah, I actually, I just heard of CoffeeZilla recently because of, like, all his recent uh, videos. Uh-huh. Really interesting. Dude. No, he's a talented editor. Like, genuinely insane, the stuff he's done. I love his production quality. I, I literally think that the stuff related to uh, K and everything with the uh, allegations and everything, I think that all those series that him and some ordinary gamers put together, they should, like, they should, it should be on Netflix. I really think it should. I genuinely believe. I genuinely believe that there are gonna be creators that like make the stuff like that. Like you know those guys. Yeah. They're gonna do something good. Like I don't know if it is with Netflix or any other brand. Like I could je definitely see them doing something like that with a huge brand. It's it's literally like it's it's so crazy because I watched one of his videos and I finally figured out like how he got all of those um like graphics behind him like the 10 million dollar studio that he proclaims in his videos and yeah. there's actually he's an nft artist the the guy that makes his uh personal I, I i don't know if i think he personalizes them for and he hires him to make those and he said he couldn't do his channel without like all the uh the nft uh artists or the graphics that he made for him that's insane like Jeez. those artists are so they're so underrated and they're so talented right. and I, i'm glad that the nft fit space is kind of starting off are, are you into the nft space at all not much i if i'm being honest i like to make a lot of nft jokes just because i don't understand it and so right. it was that literally whole, me like, like that whole screenshot thing of the avi like aiden ross's avi face paint all that stuff like i don't get it but it's just something funny to like look at on twitter because you're just kind of like right <laughs> yeah it's like a blob on my screen like what am i looking at it's like oh it's only a six hundred and thirty thousand dollar picture now i'm like screenshots now i have it like, yeah so i have your profile saying, picture though, gosh like, you bro that doesn't make sense to me like they're just pixels <laughs> right i don't know it's insane yeah like who knows what's gonna happen in one or two years so um since you've been in uh la like you're in I'd say, like, since you've joined 100 Thieves, like, what is your favorite memory from being in L.A.? Um, like, with 100 T and all that stuff? 
Yeah, I'd say related to the the gaming or uh, the gaming scene. I don't know. Um, that's that's a tough one. I uh, I mean, we did have a foundations party recently. That was like, cool. Uh, when we all finally got to like not wear masks for a bit in LA, um, we had a party with like uh, vaccinated guests, all that stuff. Uh, I don't know. It was great. Got to meet a lot of people that I haven't met before um got to invite other people that like like ted nivison if you know him i got to invite him to the party he's a youtuber friend of like jay schlatz and them oh okay yeah he came it was great to see him i saw um apparently i walked past Bella porch but i didn't know she was there so that was fun gotcha uh, i don't know just like that one time when we got to all take our masks off and just like meet each other was definitely a great experience that's so. surreal because you get to see like the the emotional aspect of meeting these people for the first time too and right. you you met um god why <laughs> why can't i think of them uh the one that blew up on on twitch for doing the subathon ludwig, ludwig yeah you met ludwig I, I right got to meet ludwig too yeah oh actually that weekend yeah i got to meet ludwig i got to meet hassan uh miskiff uh, I saw S S Finn, but I didn't like approach him because I don't think he knew me. Um, <laughs> I Will Neff, I met. Oh uh, yeah, just, like, I got, yeah, I got to meet a lot of people that like I watch every day. It was great, and yeah, I didn't awesome. know who that Will Neff guy was, and then I saw you on a podcast with him, like yeah. for the Hundred T podcast, and I'm like, that's crazy. Yeah, it's cool because like Hassan and Ludwig, all those guys are like helping him grow more, and it's it's amazing. Like he's gotten over like four thousand, five thousand subs on Twitch now. That's awesome. Like two or three k, it's awesome. It's just crazy how people can like make a career on on a platform overnight. Like not totally. Like Ludwig, literally, like he exploded. But like, is he is he gonna maintain that amount of uh, amount of like viewership and and subscribers? Probably not. But for the time, like, the amount of money that he made off of that is going to set him yeah. up for, like, years, right? Like Yeah, totally. Like, that, he was the one, number one most sub streamer on Twitch, like, probably 247,000. He broke like Ninja's record. Yeah. yeah. And, like, I remember, we remember looking at Ninja's record. Oh, my God. Happened, and it was just mind-blowing. For subs, right? He didn't, he didn't break the viewer record. Someone no, else broke the viewer it. record. Ninja broke it with Drake and Fortnite, like six hundred thousand. But then that one guy did a Spanish stream and got oh, like, oh yeah, Graf G. Yeah, yeah, that was that was crazy. I was watching that and I literally saw like one point two million people in there. I'm like, dude, what? Like that's like a million two hundred thousand people in the same space on a gaming stream, and I'm like, what is this? The Spanish community goes hard. It has like I've I'd never seen a the Spanish community as much like I've never seen the Spanish community that big until that one stream. Hundred percent. Like I would have never even imagined a stream getting two million views, but that like whole community just proved me wrong. That was like literally like an eye opener for like how many people yeah. like of diversity that are like in the gaming space that we don't see a lot of on Twitter. Like for the yeah. most part, like most of the people that reply to our tweets, do you you, you probably don't look through like all of your comments in every tweet, but you probably right. see maybe like one or two that are like in a different language or like mm -hmm. if at all. I mean, unless they're like tagging their friends or quoting it or whatever, but right, like uh, it's, it's like there's like a whole new realm out there of people that we that don't even know about. Yeah, like before COVID, like the Minecraft community wasn't as big as like, you know, Dream and then Tommy and all those guys. Like the fact that their blow up was like during COVID, all that stuff with like Carl Jacobs, he wasn't even as popular, all that stuff. Now he's like one of the biggest creators out there. It's insane like just how much can change within he's like, so a humble. Short time. He's a good guy yeah, too. Totally. Great guy. Super great guy. Have you met him? Yeah, I had him on TBH. Actually, uh Oh that's what's right. A funny what's a funny thing? Uh I he didn't know he was filming my show that day, so I approached him like a few minutes before filming. Like, are you ready? And he's like, for what? <laughs> I, I had to explain what we were doing, and he's like, oh, okay, yeah, let's do it. That's so funny. That's a lot of hate. No, nah, I, seen... I feel bad. Like knowing yeah. him personally, like it sucks. Like, I don't know. Yeah, that yeah. sucks. But it's kind of crazy. Like, have you met Mr. Beast or no? No, 
but he does follow me on Twitter, so at least he knows I exist. That's cool. So, like, that that's, like, another thing, right? Like, it's one thing for someone to follow you on Twitter, but it's another thing. Like, someone that used to follow me was Gordon Ramsay on Twitter. Oh, wow. Yeah, that was a big one for me. And uh, he, he, the way he followed me was, like, I tweeted at him with some food. Uh, like just like a really garbage recipe that I had made up or whatever. And I'm just like, yeah. there's no way he replies to this or likes it. Right. But, uh, he ended up seeing it and then he followed me after it and he followed my friend also. That's an LG. And then, uh, like, I think I tweeted at him again with like an even worse one. And then he unfollowed me. Oh my God. <sighs> out of, the, out of the last six months, I think there was only two creators where like when they followed me, I like got out of my chair like this. Um, one was uh, Mr. Beast. I remember seeing that one and get being like, "Holy, oh my God, wow!" Like, I stood up. And the second one was a uh, Moist Critical, because I, uh, Penguin Zio on YouTube. Okay, yeah, I yeah, I know who that videos. is. I watch a lot of his videos, and when I saw his follow, I was like, "Oh my God, wow!" Oh, that's who that is. Man? Uh, Moist Critical. <laughs> he he's the one that oh. uh he's the one that exposed uh, uh EDP. Right? Yeah, and he also he also looks like Jesus. Yeah, of. he does. Yeah. That's so funny. Yeah. Nah, it, both of them are hilarious and great guys. So I was very yeah, happy he, to get their follows. He does like the reviews on like some products sometimes. Like, yeah, reviews, reviews on yeah, products, yeah. tier lists, all that stuff. He's a he's one of my favorite YouTubers. So who else do you watch besides him? Um, I don't know. I mean, I I've mainly been watching a lot of uh, TV more instead of YouTube to be honest. Really? But I don't know. Mainly, oh, like I watch uh, Jay Schlatt. Yeah, he's hilarious. Uh, I met him before. He's great. That's cool. I watch, I watched Ludwig. Uh, I don't know. Just the majority of people, I guess you could say. It's like you never really like know like someone with like a lot of influence, like someone like you or like anybody else. Like you don't really know who they watch. You know, like if they yeah. do, right? Like obviously they have like their own agenda but they also find time to enjoy time for themselves and leisure right so it's just yeah. kind of cool and i'm i think i'm probably going to ask uh the future guests that question too just because like i want to see like the wide variety of different videos that they watch i actually the the one next guest you have i'm actually curious on what they watch right that'd be such that'd be crazy uh, <laughs> he, you guys don't know what guests we're bringing on but just know that like it's big it's big he's like it, yeah it's it's crazy i don't i don't even understand yeah. like i number one i don't even understand how they um found me actually i think i asked them for a follow on twitter so i do uh, yeah, i mean <laughs> I, do I mean you, yeah networking takes a bit but you'll get you get there right for um, sure no like to be fair i watch anything like i watch a lot of inside edition just cuz they have the most weirdest news articles like right basically whatever rec youtube recommended sends me yeah, it's so funny. Watch. You should watch um you should watch Coffeezilla's videos on on uh him like roasting these gurus that think that their um that their $9.99 course is going to change their life and like make them a millionaire and he just absolutely rips into these guys and his personality yeah. is literally really so funny. Good, like he's really good at like with his evidence and all that stuff. He's really smart. He looked really like he's he's very aware. That's what it is. Right. It, like All with right. current topics and like current events and everything which is why he's in the space that he is like cryptocurrency is one of the biggest names to exist and for somebody to be as educated in that space is very important for a lot of people right did so you gonna... watch season two outer banks i don't know what that is outer banks uh, well no i i don't watch outer banks so. oh. yeah, yeah i haven't watched it either know what it was you haven't either no i haven't watched it but um Kayla and I were gonna we we're gonna try and watch it and I'm like eh I'm like let's just keep watching Money Heist. Have you I watched Money Heist, Change Me? I have not, no. It's so good. It's so I, good. I, yeah, I've been recommended to watch that one actually. That and Queen's Gambit and I've heard yeah, that was good too. I mean I've been watching shows like uh Yeah, I, I watch uh Curb Your Enthusiasm, Breaking Bad, The Sopranos. Um, that all those shows I finished. Um, right now I'm watching Entourage, and then I plan on watching Seinfeld after. Oh, Seinfeld's gonna be fun for you. I haven't watched yeah. that, but like it's classic, right? Right. Yeah. And my parents like told me you would like Seinfeld a lot, and I'm like, I'll get to it. I don't know. Just a variety of different shows that I enjoy watching. 
I watch uh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. That's one of my favorite ones. That's cool. Mm. Yeah. So this is a question from Twitter. Uh, I tweeted out and I asked people to ask some questions that they want answered. And uh, someone wants to know, um, how did you get into the esports scene? I mean, to be fair, it was just like, I really liked uh, funny moment videos. Like, I was a big Vanoss fan growing up. Oh, I loved Vanoss. I tried to find other friends that just made similar content that wanted to grow on YouTube also because that's what I wanted to do. And when I started making videos like that, I made a Twitter. And, like, one of those people, I saw that they were fans of these bigger... Like, I was a FaZe House New York person mm -hmm. growing up. So, like... With both of those connections and me wanting to make a Twitter, all that stuff, I followed those guys, and then I just started to meet other people, like uh, the Twitch mob community, and it just kind of happened from there, like editing for the Twitch mob guys, and then eventually, like, getting here. It's really crazy. That's cool. That's good stuff. So, um, so I mean, this, this might be a little bit different than it was before uh, the pandemic, but what does the day in the life look like of JHB? I wake up. Oh, oh God. Well, actually, hold on. Um, there's some days where the light from the sun actually is coming up as I'm going to go to bed. Oh, so, my Lord. Yeah. Like 6 a.m. when I'm going to bed, and then I'll get up a few hours later. Um, I'll, I'll get up. I'll go into a meeting, and then depending on, like, how I feel, like, if I'm really tired, I'll take a quick nap, or I'll just get to work. Um, I'll do that. Yeah, I, I do my work throughout the day, and then... I'll probably go get food at a cafe near me. Um, then I'll just chill. I spend a lot of the majority of my time in my room. Mm -hmm. Just either doing Twitter stuff or just playing games. Um, yeah. What games are you playing now? I I remember we played CS once with uh, Exotic. and Yeah. You remember that? Yeah, I remember that. But I don't um, think I don't think we played any other games. We should, though. Like Valorant. Yeah, totally. we, we should play Valorant. What rank are you in Valorant? Uh, actually, we could, we could even, like... I don't know, like, how much time you have after this. We could probably just, like, play a game of Valorant. Just, like, because we were thinking about having, like, a separate channel with, like, additional content that we record with our guests if they are down for that. Um, but I hate to be that guy, but I was going to head out after this. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, that's fine. That's fine. I just, like, it was just up there if you wanted to. But, um, no, I'm totally down to play with you in the, like, future. I yeah. It's Valorant or CSA. But you played Rocket no, League a little uh, bit, too? Uh, yeah, I've been playing a lot of Rocket League. I play, uh, I'll play CS once in a while, like me and my friends doing 10 mans. That's fun. Um, what else do I play? I, I play Valorant. Yeah, Valorant, Rocket League, uh, Counter-Strike. Because I do a lot of surfing on Counter-Strike. Oh, I wish I could get better at surfing. Yeah, that's just what I do to pass time. What rank are you in Val? Silver 2 or Silver 3. I'm not okay. that good, but yeah, I'm getting there. I think Flix peaked Radiant, actually. Way back wow. in a couple of acts ago, That's right? Impressive. Yep, it's all been downhill from there, though. Yeah, I think one of my I'm like, yeah, I mean, one of my biggest Valorant accomplishments was like during when Kaide joined Hundred T, we did in houses for like 10 of our creators all in one game, and I actually like carried like almost every game. Like, I was I was killing Dicey and Asuna, really? That's Asuna, awesome. Whatever. Which I didn't even think was possible, but I was actually doing better than them. And they even thought there was someone on my account, which there wasn't. That's a flex. It was, it was great. And then I put I it on the played. resume. Exactly. And I've never played that good again. <laughs> I, I remember I, I saw a couple uh tweets. There's there's this uh you know you know who I'm talking about, but somebody replied and uh she she um she's like a fan of your Valorant clips. Uh she always replies on your personal. Um I forgot who it is. She, uh, whatever. Anyways, but she, uh, you posted a clip of you, uh, getting an ace with your knives as Jet. Yeah, I, yeah, actually, was it, um, was it Ara posting a selfie saying, like, are there any Jet mains when she's in a Jet cosplay? And then I reply with, like, my Jet ace. Is that what it is? Maybe. That's her pinned tweet, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Then, then that's definitely her, her then. Jet cosplay. Yeah. yeah I, I see her reply to your tweets. Jet. Yeah. So, um, so i guess the last question that we have or actually we have two more so one of the last ones is uh who is your biggest inspiration like celebrity it could be celebrity or somebody that you just look up to in general i mean to be fair i'd say nade shot just because like seeing what 
as he grew up like working at McDonald's, all that stuff, and then what he's turned Hundred Thieves into. I don't know. I I look at him and I'm like, that's really like something inspiring to look at, because like you never really see that happen, and the fact that he did like McDonald's to being the CEO of a huge like i don't even know how much hundred thieves is worth but like that type of company is just insane probably like 500 or 600 million oh god i i, I don't even know myself but the like, the forbes evaluations i think last year were like it i don't like know 200 million plus i know that at least yeah and i'm sure over covid things have like ramped up from there especially yeah. with the valorant roster doing pretty oh well they, oh my god but um i was just wondering because like i also like take a lot of inspiration from nade shot because it's it's literally like insane because like when i first saw that they got like series funding from from like drake mm -hmm. that that blew my mind because drake is one of like the most hyped up rappers every time that he posts an album like he does so good like it's insane because yeah. he doesn't over publish music you know he publishes music at like the right time there's a photo of Kanye and Nadeshot standing in the compound. I don't know if you've ever seen that. What? Really? Yeah. You can probably find it on Google, but, like, it's one of the coolest images I've ever seen. Like, That's crazy. And this dude, Nadeshot, meets literally any other any celebrity you could think of. It's I know. His insane. connections that either that, uh, um, who's the talent manager that, that, uh, oh, Scooter Braun. Scooter Braun. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. I'm sure... I'm sure Scooter's hooked him up with, like, meeting some of those people. Mm -hmm. But, like, it's just crazy to think about that, like, Scooter works with Drake, uh, Ari, right? Ariana Grande? Yeah. And, like, and a bunch Justin of other Bieber. people. And Justin Bieber, of course. Yeah, yeah and, like, Justin Bieber, like, I think he reps 100T hats, like, sometimes. That's it's awesome. Mind-blowing. That's unreal. And then uh, the last question we got for you is, uh, what, what's next for the future for you? Like, what, what you got no anything idea. planned? No, no idea. The funny thing is, like, I don't have any plans. It just kind of happens. Uh, I mean, the only thing I can think of is like, I have a f I have more TBH guests coming soon. I filmed uh, two episodes yesterday, so I'm very happy about that. Um, wow. Yeah, there's just more of those coming. That's and, cool. Yeah, I got a lot of cool guests on the way that like I didn't even think I could even get, but. Yeah, we're kind of in the same excited. boat, you know. Like, like I kind of like I kind of knew that I was gonna get you, but yeah, for the future, like my that main goal, yeah, that's that's insane to me. Like, because obviously I'm gonna clickbait it. Obviously, people are gonna people are gonna know like who this person is. But mm -hmm. I just my main goal right now is to get a sponsor for the podcast, um, yeah. so that we could put that money back into branding and you know get some actual like decent production quality on this podcast because in the future um i don't know i, I don't know what this could turn into but it that's the beauty turn into something big like especially like with your next guest and then like i don't know just as time goes on you'll realize that like these yeah like how i feel these guests you could never imagine happen having just like happen Right, and then like based off of the size of Flix and I, like I know I have like a a broadened space of connections in this space, but like yeah. like I flex that like I talk to you like all the time because like I'm proud of that. Like I'm genuinely like because like I look up to you. I look up to um obviously Nade Shot. Like it's just like because you could turn like nothing into something, and like you prove that, and it's like such a short time. And it's like crazy Thank to think you. about. And like, I've... yeah, like I hope we get to uh, hang out in LA when I'm in LA at some point in time. That'd be dope. Well, that'd be awesome. Yeah, I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, and obviously we'll see each other at TwitchCon and finally meet. If like God forbid, if it doesn't happen before then, but yeah, and then maybe we can get a photo with Corinna if we both see her at the same time. That'd be that'd be that'd be the iconic photo, honestly. It would. I'd I'd make a T-shirt out of that. Oh my God. <laughs> I'll just it send would you be that a viral though. Tweet. Wait, what's 100%. up? It would be a viral tweet, 100%. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, this wraps up episode one of the Courage and Shot. Oh, wait. Just kidding. <laughs> this wraps up episode number one of the Main Stage Podcast with my co-host, Flix, and our first guest, JHB Team. I couldn't have found a better, a 
better guests for the first podcast. But um, make sure to drop a like if you guys are watching on YouTube. And make sure you guys share this podcast around. If you guys have friends, family members that are interested in the gaming, entertainment, music, lifestyle, investment scene, make sure to share it with them. I want this podcast to do really well. And uh, yeah, we'll see you guys in the next episode of the Main Stage Podcast. Awesome. Well, cool. Goodbye.